Testing, 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 testing. Trinity Radio. I'm Braxton Hunter, and along with me is Dr. Jonathan Bridget. And we are so glad that you're here. And hey, listen, if this is your first time, or if it's not your first time, but you've just never done it, we sure would appreciate it if you would subcri- subscribe, 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 just subscribe go ahead to and Trinity Radio. Um, also, right from the jump, I want to say that um, uh, right now, today, we just uploaded another video on our second channel, which is Trinity Radio Extra. And you can just just go on YouTube, type in Trinity Radio Extra, and it is a live on stage question and it's answer. It's not live now. On, on Christian, well, it's not live now. It was recorded live on yeah. stage um, about uh, uh, Christianity and stuff. So um, go check that out, and we'd love for you to subscribe there as we're trying to grow that second channel where we're going to talk more about theology and pastoral stuff with a little bit of, of apologetics, whereas here it's mostly apologetics and a little bit of theology and stuff. Yeah. So uh, glad that you're all here. What prompted this? Um, there, Twitter did. There is a social media platform known as Twitter. Which I've rarely ever used. You're probably more familiar with the far superior parlor, but, uh, and you can Which I also rarely never use. But, uh, but, but Twitter is, is, um, is out there. And, uh, there was, whoops, there was a tweet that, uh, some people began to notice, uh, and it, it, it kind of strikes back to the sort of thing we used to do on here, Dr. Pritchett. It's the yeah. kind of thing we used to respond to. And it, it's a, tw- it's a tweet by a person professing to be a Christian, but rejecting most of the things that you think of as quintessentially Christian. Yes. Um, and so we're going to look at that tweet together and we're going to talk about it. And if you want to speak to us directly, remember to tag us with at Trinity Radio, um, and we'll we'll try to get to those. We we are not perfect at this yet, um, 
uh, I have like 20 Trinity radios in my, I, I have like 20 Trinity radios in my backlog. First world Christian problems. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Hey, but the good thing is you can go on a binge watching fest one day. Uh, Zom is here. Zom says, I'm late. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Um, Eddie Vasquez says that he's on parlor. And he also said that the debate review I did of the Mike Winger, Matt Dillahunty debate strengthened his faith. I'm so glad to hear that. Make sure that you tell people who think that apologetics doesn't work. All right. So let's just kind of jump right into this and, uh, we'll get into some of the tweet and, and we're just kind of doing this off the cuff. It really doesn't take that much to respond to, but it's an important thing I think to, um, to, uh, to, to respond to finding truth says, Hey guys, this is the king to other channels. I really appreciate that. Thank you. We, we never aspired to royalty, but Pritchett is dripping with it. Well, take it. Um, yeah. And, uh, he's Arkansas royalty anyway, but listen, uh, the other channel, I'm assuming that is what Woo finding truth has posted here, but the other channel, this is so cool. Cause finding truth said, you can't go live. I'm, I'm over on the other channel watching your other videos. So that's pretty cool. All right. Anything you want to say as far as introductory remarks, Dr. Pritchett? No. And Eddie Vasquez has just become my follower on uh, right. Parlor, And here you're going to have it for posterity, Eddie Vasquez, as I follow you back. It's official. All right. Let's jump right into these tweets and let's see what we can say about them. Here's tweet number one. This is Joe Luamon, I think is her name, something like that. Uh, by the way, anything we ever say is not directed at the person. It's directed at the ideas. Ideas aren't people. Well, I mean, and as a result of that, uh, we can <laughs> we can speak strongly about ideas because ideas can be dangerous. And the history is full of uh, atrocities that happened because people were not were too afraid to attack ideas. So we feel like we can speak straightforwardly about ideas, even if we don't want to um, to speak too negatively hey, hey. about the person. Let's see here uh, before we do this. Let's one more. We got to get to got to get to uh, Trinity's newest. Yeah. Well, thanks. There you go. Eddie Vasquez. Trinity's newest professor. Chris, the, the Chris, the date. Chris date, Chris date. You have come up in my lunch conversations both yesterday and today, not because of Trinity, but because of admirers that I know who happen to know who you are and love you to pieces. Yeah, they're We're everywhere. So glad. We're so glad that you're here. I want to grow up and be like Chris date one day. Uh, except my wife would like me to, because I mean, she's like, why don't you just agree with us? You know, she's like, he convinced me and I'm smarter than you. I know more about this than you do. You know, so I'm like, yes, dear. But you know, <laughs> your wife said Chris date knows more than you. No, she said that she knows more than oh, me too. Okay. She says that Chris date convinced her and she knows more than I do about that. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, so let's jump into these tweets right here. So again, not about the person, it's about the content. She says, since, and by the way, Joe, if you ever see this, um, which there's a good chance you will, I just want you to know that we love you, we care about you, we uh, do this channel because we, uh, we care about people who hold different positions than we do, and especially when we think those are problematic from a Christian perspective. So, uh, so anyway, uh, she says, since conservative Christians keep coming at me here, colon, I am a Christian and I believe, all right, we're going to take these in order. All right, Pritchett. I am a Christian and I believe proselytizing is violence against another. I'm a Christian. And I, by the way, well, proselytizing we, is what, Dr. Pritchett? Sharing the gospel. Yeah, evangelism. Try, is trying to make converts. It's like a catch-all word that any religion can I use. I love for, the preface to this. I mean, because I never saw the Twitter feed. 
So I'm wondering how many conservative Christians were actually coming at her, or if that is just a posturing of the... Well, plenty of them came at her for this. Yeah. And I would say she probably regularly has a lot of conservative backlash. Okay. But I am a Christian. I believe proselytizing is violence okay. against another. Let's stop right there for a second. I want to read the definition uh, of violence because there's a lot of confusion about this. Violence is behavior involving physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. So speaking words is not violence. Silence is not violence. Uh, contrary to uh, a lady here recently from the BLM movement uh, last month, um, destroying property actually is violence because it says someone or something, property is a thing, so therefore um, destroying that, causing damage, which is in the definition. Words matter and words mean things. So, Indeed. Uh, number one, I, I'm going to say that... Oh, and hold on. If and, she doesn't want me to call her a homophobic racist mm -hmm. because of everything she tweeted, because I can make words mean whatever I want, and I look at her tweet and I say, wow, that's a homophobic racist. Mm -hmm. So, if, Joe, if you don't want to be a homophobic there, racist, there's nothing, make words mean what they actually mean instead of what they've never meant. Right, and of course, the whole point is, we know that you haven't said anything that would give us that impression. We don't think that about you. The point is, if words don't have con have meanings... Okay, they don't have concrete meanings. Words can change over time in terms of how society understands them. But in general, uh, violence has a pretty obvious meaning. And here's my contribution to this little discussion. The fact is, when you, when you say that proselytizing is violence, that cheapens the word. Yeah. That cheapens the word for people who are experiencing actual real violence, the kind that that definition hits. And that does happen in religious circumstances. So the fact that we're talking about a religious circumstance and using the word violence in a situation where there's not real violence going on, I think cheapens it for the people that really are experiencing that. And so I would just gently urge you to reconsider using uh, bombastic yeah, language like right, that. Right, you're. You, I, I know what the pushback is. Well, no, I mean metaphorical violence. Yeah, that's a that's that's a bad metaphor. Uh, we have a super chat here from Ashton Peacock. Thank you for that substantial super chat. That means so much to us. What do you think is a good and somewhat simple definition of person in regards to the Trinity? The best I found is a bearer of essence or being. What do y'all think? Thank well, you for the y'all. Using yeah, using yeah. God bless brothers. Using being actually is not probably my preference to describe anything to do with person because when you're talking about the Trinity, you want to use the category being for the category of being and person for the category of person. So, um I, I think that there was a lot of good information on that very question in a previous episode that we did with Chris Day. Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, for, for practical use, uh, Chris seemed to like this, although I may be using it in the way that he doesn't approve of, but I approve of it, and this is our show, so here we go. <laughs> um, experiencer. Yeah. An experiencer is a person. Um, so there's one being to the Trinity, but there are three experiencers, three persons. So I think that that could be helpful. Yeah. Um, and so, I still like individuated center. So we have a little bit of a, of a, of a, a comment here. I don't know if it's shut up. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. He, he's going to tell us why it's violent to proselytize. It is violent in that the gospel talks about hell and exclusivity. Okay. Again, talking about exclusivity is not violence. Yeah. Talking about a place 
is also not talking violent. about a place that 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 we believe exists that you don't believe exists, regardless of that disagreement. Talking about it as a potential danger is not violence, even if the place would involve violence. Right. For instance, um, don't steal things, or you could go to prison. Well, that's violent because yeah. there's violence that occurs in prison. Talk. Don't talk about. It's violent to talk about the city of Chicago because the city of Chicago is a violent place. I like Chicago, but there is a lot of violence. That yeah, occurs. but I'm saying talking about Chicago is not violence, just because the city. Right. Because there's violence that occurs there. Right. Come on, man. This is. If I, in fact, fish in a barrel. Yeah. Even let's take an even further example. And I'm kind of thinking this through as I say it. Let's say, Pritchett, that you continue on this. I mean, you're really past the age where it would be acceptable for you to engage in this. But let's just say as you continue your workout situation and you become stronger and more athletic, um, that you decide you want to take up UFC. And I told you, hey, Pritchett, um, you should get into the ring and, and be a UFC fighter. Uh, that would involve violence. Yeah. But the pro, but the invite, but the ask telling you that maybe you should do it right. isn't even violence. No. Um, it might be encouraging violence, but here we're actually encouraging you not to go to a place that would involve some violence. Yeah. So that just falls all over itself. Yeah. Um, he says, read the next comment as if he's going to clear it up. Let's see. Uh, true. No, but Jesus came and the truth and it is sharper than any two edged sword. And Jesus means to divide the world. Yeah, that's right. He means to divide, but, Where's the do you think he's bringing an actual literal sword? Is that I mean, like, like that that's what he meant in that passage that he's that he's trying to engage in? I did not come to bring priests, but but a but sword, sword. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he's not this is talking about dividing pe people that are going to be believers against people that aren't going to be believers and other things. So, um, you, you got to understand when when what kind of language is being used and when now. Will there be, I mean, depending on your eschatological views, will there be an actual warfare in the future? Was there actual warfare in the Jesus past? Jesus with a sword coming yes. out of his mouth, no less. Yes, but that, but, and again, that's, imagery That's perhaps, not proselytizing, that's, that's not, that's yeah. prophesying in right. a way. Yeah, so, so categories. Yeah, so. Still shooting fish. So yeah, we, again, back to your thing, Pritchett, words mean things. Um, yeah, um, all right, so let's, let's go on to the, Next Yes, thing. excuse me, but has got it exactly right. Short and sweet. It's not violent to talk about violence necessarily. Thank you. That's right. That's absolutely... All right, let's not see what hard. she says next. I am a Christian, and I believe that the LGBTQ plus people are divine and should lead us. Well, okay, now here's the thing. Every human being is an image bearer. In that respect, they have a spark of the divine in that they are made in the image of God. Um, and so if you mean something like that, then I agree with you. If you mean that they're like Jedi or something and <laughs> better than the rest of us or something, I don't know what to make yeah, out of that. Or divine beings um, or, or heavenly beings, yeah, that kind of thing. But I, yeah, I no, that's a categorical error. They're actually human beings. So Yeah, and I don't think she would mean that. I, I'm going to take her, I'm going to try to steal manner and say um, that she means something like they're made in the image of God like everybody, like everybody else is. Um, now, they should lead us. Well, now this is a layered question. Um, should they leave? No, she's, uh, come on. If she's intelligent enough to bring up all this stuff, then she is understanding what she is saying. I don't Even know Even though she's that saying. she uses words wrong, she's knowingly using them wrong. What do you think she's saying? I think she's trying to, it's like the, 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 the liberal, the, you know, um, uh, Kevin Van Hooser tells the story of the liberal, uh, who in a conference or whatever was accused of. Uh, denying the divinity of Jesus, and, and the and the liberal theologian said, "No, that wasn't me. I, I don't deny the divinity of any person." 
<laughs> you know, so I mean, this is just kind of stuff. Um, the, so the thing about it is, should they lead? Well, um, they okay. So in the church, should they lead? Well, I don't think so because I think that the Bible is pretty clear about that. Now we're going to find out later her views on the Bible, but I think the Bible is pretty clear that homosexual activity behavior is now again that's a different question, and we have episodes on this from someone who experiences same-sex desire. Mm -hmm. But someone who's engaging in homosexual behavior, yeah, I think that that is, um, I think that A that disqualifier for leadership. For leadership in ministry, because it means- Yeah, and oh, man. by the way, the not that the we're all sinners, the, the old canard, no, not all sins are equally wicked and, and detestable and all of that. Some sins are actually worse than others. Yeah, but even if they weren't, like let's just imagine what if they were all the same, the difference is, I've said many times on this show, I, you know, like with church membership, like who can be a member in the church, yeah. I wouldn't let a gossip who was unrepentant become right. a member in the church. Well, that's now, a, if a gossip. Paul said, lists that in some of those vice yeah, lists. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's not like picking on one thing here. Uh, the Christian view is that all sins are equally damnable, but not all sins are equally wicked. As uh, you know, God. This is obvious by not just Jesus saying anyone who get someone to violate the least of these, but it makes it clear that when you, in the Old Testament law code, you have different penalties depending on the severity of, of the sin you know, involved. But, so, but yeah, but that's not even necessary for this. I yeah. agree with you. Not all sins are equal. Um, but, uh, but No, for the person who would rebut and say, well, you let so-and-so and... I know, I'm going to answer that. Right. So like with a gossip... If a gossip comes to me and says, I'm a gossip, but I'm repentant about it, and I don't want to gossip anymore, I may make mistakes going forward, but, I, but I'm repentant about this. Okay, come on into the fold. We're all, we're all sinners, brother. We're all sinners, sister. Likewise, if a person with same-sex attraction comes to me and says, I've been engaged in homosexual behavior in the past, but I am repentant about that. I recognize that it's sin, and uh, I may make mistakes going forward, but that's not my goal. Well, then... Uh, then guess what? Uh, if that's not your goal and you're repentant about it, come on in. We're all sinners, brother. Uh, the, but the but the issue is when you have a gossip or someone involved in homosexuality or whatever sin, and they refuse to repent of it, well, then you're not fit for leadership. You're not even fit to serve uh, in the kingdom because you're not repentant of your sin, and you can't even become a Christian unless you repent of your sin. Right. So uh, I think all of that's really important. So um, what we're getting is opinions, but we're not getting any substance or reasons why she. We well, it's a tweet. Right. You can't just give a full-throated argument, but she took enough space to tell us what her uh, that, that she didn't think the Bible was the right. Word of God. So why? Well, I mean, she could spend and tell me what her authority. Yeah, is. no. I'm just saying. You're giving her the benefit of the doubt. You're coming along. No, I'm just no. That. What I'm what I'm saying. No, I'm not giving her the benefit of the doubt. I I'm am a Christian. And I learn a lot from people who do not share my faith. Right. So High do I. Five. So you do know, we. Hey, yay. Yeah. We learn all kinds of things from people. That are, so what is that? One, two, three. I'm, I'm one out of three with her. So right. Far. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next cool. thing. Cool. You've read books. Good. Uh, I'm a Christian and I don't go to church. Now, this is going to be a, there. you know, everyone, look, can you be a Christian and not go to church? Yes. A Christian, yeah, not a. You're a terrible Christian. Um, why? Unless you can't, like with a health problem. No, or yeah, if you're shut in, or you could get killed just by you know. There, I mean, under normal circumstances, I think that that you can't tell me that you love Christ and really can't stand the body of Christ. 
Because I don't think that that Jesus would tolerate that attitude, and it seems like the overwhelming consensus of the New Testament is the only way that you can actually fulfill some of the, uh, or many really, uh, of the imperatives in the New Testament is participation in the body in order for those things to actually be fulfilled. Now, it's a little bit trickier. Must you be a member of a particular local church and on their membership rolls or whatever? That's that's a little bit different for me than just saying I don't go to church. Because I'm if you go to church and you build relationships and you're willing to bear the burdens of the others and 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 care for them and all of that. Um, I don't know that you have to be a member of a particular local church and a, or whatever, but you do need to go to church. Yeah. Um, Otherwise you're just being disobedient and I'm not appealing to, to, to don't forsake the gathering kind of, there's all kinds of things you can do with that passage. But, but, but what I am saying is uh, just in, in the way that she's speaking, that I don't go to church means I don't go to that place of worship, you know, where other people who are Christians gather. Yeah. That's, that's, well, the that's thing, not. the thing, the thing about it is, if you're a believer, you should want to be around other believers, right. and you should want to worship corporately. the The question of do I have to kind of a thinking is not the way that mature believers should function. It, right. you, you should serve God because you love God and you want to honor Him. It's not about what you have to do. Um, do I lose my salvation or something if I don't go to church regularly? No, but what kind of Christian doesn't want to go to church regularly? Now, again, just like we could say about shut-ins, there are also people with agoraphobia. There are people that um, are, are, have, are serious introverts to the point that it's very difficult. Um, and, and all of that is, is, we're saying all things being equal, like taking those issues off the table. And there are ways to fellowship corporately, even with those issues. Yeah. But taking all of those things off the table, um, a believer should want to fellowship with other believers and worship in community. So I, I think that's a very important piece of it. So I can't go along with her with that one. Mm -hmm. um, someone asks, there's a couple of questions. First of all, John Millick says, you, Jonathan Pritchett sounds Catholic. Okay. <laughs> Finding you should hear me talk about the doctrine of justification. I make everyone mad, including Catholics, but they're a little bit more sympathetic than certain people. The programmer says, what did you think of the Lycona and Robinson debate? Especially you, Dr. Pritchett, who specializes in New Testament studies. Yeah, but I don't specialize in watching everything on YouTube, so I have no opinion about it. I do. So I finished it today, started it yesterday, finished it today. <sighs> Those of us who um, work. Well, hey, I watch my friend's stuff. And I watch my friend. friend's stuff, too. Like but, I was a friend. Yeah, but I just don't have the time to stay up on it. Well, let's not talk about your habits. Let's talk about the Lycona Robinson debate as an aside for just a moment. So... Um, so for those that don't know, Laura Robinson is a Ph.D. candidate at Duke and uh, as a historian, and she has a podcast. And I think it all began when she made some comments about Lee Strobel and about how maybe Lee Strobel, uh, uh, she felt like maybe he I, I don't want to I don't want to say too much about this because I'm afraid I'll phrase it wrong. But she thought that maybe he was exaggerating or um, using some things for literary license in the case for Christ, which he kind of says so. You know, uh, the idea is that he had this investigation and these experiences that led to his becoming a Christian. But he then did kind of recreate that for the book by interviewing these people for the book. But anyway, so she got onto an atheist show for that. And then a bunch of atheists kind of grabbed her up and or uh, OK, I won't say that. At least one other atheist show that I know of grabbed her up and had her on. Um, and and it and they liked her. The atheists liked her because she said things that seemed like um, not not real 
positive toward Christian apologists. And that's how it sounded like. And maybe we can't really make as good of a case for the resurrection as we thought that we could. And so she and Mike Lycona had a debate or a discussion or a debatey discussion or something yesterday um, on uh, capturing Christianity. And I think, I, 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 you know, I don't think she necessarily has anything to be embarrassed about from that. I, I thought she did okay. I, I thought, and, and I'm probably biased, but I think that Mike did really, really well. We would expect him to. Um, her, her comments were um, clear, and I thought she uh, demonstrated a knowledge of, of a lot of this material. Um, some of her stuff seemed a little wandering, for, I think. Um, Lycona talks about this issue a lot in a lot of different platforms and mediums, and so his stuff was spot on, analogies, examples from ancient literature. And so I, I think we, one would have to say that Lycona, um, I think, uh, I, I think one would, would want to say that Lycona made a stronger case there. But uh, that's kind of what I thought about it. I thought that, I thought that Lycona presented a gentlemanly approach with just the right amount of force. It wasn't rude or unkind or discourteous, but it had a little teeth to it. And I thought that was appropriate, but it was scholarly and professional on both ends. And I, I enjoyed it. I thought if we could have more discussions like that. I'd, I'd be happy. All right. Um, all right. Let's let's go. Let's go on now. Pritchett, she says other things. No she, doubt. She says other things. She says, I, I'm a Christian. And I don't believe the Bible is the word of God. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the thing is here, if you didn't have any immediate comments to make about that. No, it's just, it's like, no, it, my, my immediate comment, you told me I had to be nice. So my immediate comments don't necessarily flow uh, as readily as my other kinds of comments. So go ahead and say what you want to say. Yeah, so the Bible is the Word of God. So obviously there are Christians who believe that the Bible is the inspired, inerrant Word of God. Yeah. Um, and then they have different understandings of what that inerrancy shakes out to and what they mean by that, which yeah. is an important and, and reasonable discussion. Um, then there are Christians who say, no, 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 there's, there, let's not try to beat around the bush. There are errors in the Bible, but it's still authoritative. It still uh, contains the Word of God. And um, my dad, who... Um, you know, is a evangelist, Southern Baptist. He said one time, he said, you could take a Playboy magazine and write John 3.16 on the inside of it. And you'd have a Playboy magazine that contains the word of God. <laughs> this is the word of God. But, um, but, but so she says, you know, so some people could say it contains the word of God, but it's not, uh, it, you can't say all of it is the word of God. Or um, what do you mean when you say it is the word of God? So there's that whole discussion. But in light of the other comments that she's made, I get the impression that what she's trying to. This convey, is a human book. That's what she's trying to. This is this is a purely convey. human book. This is, uh, you know, one way some humans in the ancient world tried to relate to God or something. So, again, it's okay. Uh, let's see what this person says, whose name is in I think Russian, and I can't read it. Says I don't believe the Bible is the Word of God. Okay. I think even atheists would, would mock that person for how she takes her beliefs. As former atheist, I would. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. When, when an atheist wants to discuss Christianity, they want to discuss Christianity, qua Christianity, and they don't spend a whole lot of time. Nobody spends a whole lot of time on liberal Christianity because most people see it for what it is. And it's it's a why do you bother kind of thing. See, Braxton and I were talking about this the other day. The only place that 
progressive Christianity can really draw from or grow is from Orthodox Christianity. It's parasitic in that way. Yeah, people aren't flocking to become progressive Christians. So, you know, maybe that's because proselytizing is violence or some such nonsense. But but nobody wants a nobody. If you're not going to believe in any of it, why care? What, what's the point? You can t- just tell Pritchett isn't liking this. No, I'm actually loving this. Pritchett but, got all fired up when I told him what I thought we should talk about. But then I, my countenance had fallen when you said you had to be nice. Yeah, you do have to be nice. Not as nice as is feasible to ask of you okay. with a topic like this. But I do think it's okay to be straightforward because this is a dangerous, this sort of thing is a dangerous attack on Christianity because uh, it's even more dangerous than some obvious atheist attacks because they're atheists and they're not making any bones about what they're doing. Right. But this is an attack, uh, at least professingly, from within. Um, so, yeah, I think this is, I think, excuse me, but makes a good point. The Bible doesn't jive with modern, with, I would say, with some modern ethics. So people have to distance themselves from it. Right. I mean, if you want to make a point, and I wonder, I really wonder to what extent. I'll tell extent, you this, excuse me, but is making all kinds of excellent statements for this program. Indeed. Yes. I, I, I have to say, I think, um, you know, I, I wonder how much of this stems from the homosexuality discussion with progressive Christians. Yeah. Uh, we've covered several deconversions where it obviously had a lot to do with that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to say, I don't want to even say what Braxton Hunter just said, which is that, you know, it's not this, it's not that you have the desires that makes you sinful or in sin, but it, but it, the behavior is sinful. The activity is sinful. They don't even want to say that they want it. They want to be able to say, it's not sin. You can be a, a affirming. I can affirm you in this. You can have a wonderful, loving, monogamous, same-sex relationship that is pleasing to God. That's the sort of thing that wants to be said by many progressive Christians, so-called. And so as a result, what they find themselves having to do is to, instead of try to defend the Bible, they just dump the Bible, at least as the Word of God. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Let's see what Dr. Gildo has to say. He says, if you—I guess it's a he. He says, if you guys watch the big question— there are people who believe they can be Christian and not believe there is a God. What do you think of that? I think it's dumb. I think, again, go back to the top of the show. Words mean things. So <laughs> Zom um, says, please free Pritchett. You know, the thing about it, Zom, is what I would much rather have it. You know, Pritchett could just uh, rip this whole thing and it would be like watching fireworks. But it, it wouldn't necessarily get a hearing from the people that I think need to hear it the most. And so... I want those people to take this seriously and listen to what we're having to say, but I, I, I appreciate and understand the sentiment. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's see what else she has to say. She says, I am a Christian and I embrace sex positivity, which includes, but isn't limited to sex outside of marriage. Yeah. So sex positivity is, is a word that, you know, is a term that a we, phrase. yeah, that we, we looked up. And it has to do with progressive attitude and liberal attitudes towards sex or something like that, right? So, so you know, I can say that I'm positive. You're positive about sex. About sex, but I have none of none, none of this business with sex positivity. And she says includes, but is not limited to sex outside of marriage. Is that what she said? Yes. Well, this is what Christians believe. Christians believe that sex is reserved for uh, marriage between one man and one woman. And I want you to note Hebrews thirteen four, which I pulled up for this, because listen to the the phrases and sentences in this. Okay, marriage is to be held in honor among all. Okay, and the very next clause of the sentence, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled. So we honor marriage, 
and the marriage bed is to be undefiled. And then this is juxtaposed with the next clause. For fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. And that's not meant to say God will judge kindly to fornicators and adulterers. So it is the marriage bed itself, because marriage is to be honored, that he goes straight into sex talk, and the sex talk is undefiled. And fornicators and, and uh, adulterers are defiling what sex is. Those are the contrasts. This is, mm-hmm. this is improper behavior towards sexuality, yeah. right? So I know that the Bible is not the word of God to her, but it goes back to what someone, how can you, someone had asked earlier, um, how in any meaningful way can she say that she's Christian? And I'll say she can't. What she is saying Every line that we've read so far is, I am a Christian, but. The only other thing that should follow that is, I am a Christian, but I am not a Christian, because every bit of this is contradictory. Yeah, um, and, and here's something that was said. I am an apple, but I'm not an apple. By Isaiah Braxton. Not, you know, they consider just, us, well, and, and the thing is, remember that the reason she doesn't care about all that is because that, well, I don't say she doesn't it requires care. I don't thought. know her thoughts on it, but that's the Bible. Well, it would actually require some. Pritchett. She believes the Bible is, she doesn't believe the Bible is the word of God. So what you're wasting your time with her, according to what she's told us so far. Okay, let's look at history. What, what? Yeah, that's, that could maybe, you can make make a case there. One Bible. The sexual, and the sexual, and five centuries of consistency. That's, at at minimum, that's Christianity. At minimum. That's, that's the bare essentials for that. Yeah. And look at the sexual revolution and look what that's done to female happiness. Look what that's done across the board. And what was the consensus about uh, uh, even just the first five centuries about sexual purity? What was the consensus about? Um, Now, I mean, granted, we'll have to if we bring up Augustine, we have to bring up sex negativity. I mean, he's just the, you know, not so much even about in marriage. Yeah, but those are outliers. Okay. We believe in sex blessedness was the term that I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Sex blessedness. And within marriage, it's wonderful. And within marriage, that's the only sex sanctioned by the Bible. So Isaiah Braxton says they consider us as supporting anti-gay. Well, you're reading what I said. Hang on for a second. I hang know, on. because I can't move off of this topic. I want to say, but I want to have something else I needed to You add. always have something you want right, to Right. So you may as well shut the mic off. Go ahead. I lost it now. All right. Isaiah Braxton says they consider us as alt-right Trump supporting anti-gay, anti-science. And you know what? As long, and I don't know what her views about this are, but typically people that hold these leftist type of, uh, and I'm talking about liberal theologically, but, but, uh, but often the people that are in this progressive type of movement are pro-abortion or anti or pro-choice or whatever you want to say. And the reality is as long as we're murdering babies, don't think you can make us sound like you know, horrible with all this yeah. bigot talk. You're a bigot, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, we're not. And we, we can talk to you about that, but we're against killing babies and we want you to join us in that cause because lives are being lost. Mm. So, um, all right. So let's, uh, let's get into the next thing. Did I, did I get everything there, Pritchett? Yep. We got that. Yeah. So let's move on to the next thing. Are you guys still with us? Yeah. There's 106 of you. I am a Christian, and I believe everyone has access to God. Every one, Pritchett, I believe that too. Do you believe that? Mm-hmm. So we're now two for. X yeah, two. Many, yeah. yeah, we. I got two for however many because I I affirm that. 
everyone has access to God. Whether they take advantage of that is a different question. And whether, yeah, and whether they avail of that access in the proper way as opposed to improper way is also a, a different question to whether or not they have the access to God. Yeah, yeah. S- someone, someone asks a really interesting question. What will they do? What, what will they do if I'm not interested in politics or I'm not a Trump supporter because I'm not American? Well, I don't know, and they probably wouldn't know. Yeah, they don't. You know, they don't. They don't know what to do with it. They they have their they have their opponent, and it's it's. They don't think you're you're not considered. You know, yeah, this is, so this you're is, not within the scope of of this lady's consideration. Right. You see a lot of this in America. This is an American yeah, UK, thing, so. and uh, Canada, and maybe Great Britain, um, but. It's not. I mean, this is this is a Western sort of thing. You, you get into like uh, developing world countries. The people that um, surprisingly a lot of leftists are trying to you know speak up for uh, these people wouldn't necessarily want you to speak up for them. Right. They love, they love and in Jesus. fact, it was the world delegation and the African delegations and the U- United Methodist Church when they were having that uh, general council or whatever over the issue of like say hom- homosexuality and they say we we don't need. You know, y'all to come give us your light about progressive thoughts on this kind of stuff. You know, they were coming to the, the United States Methodists and giving them what Christianity is really about with respect to that issue. And they're like, you don't need to lecture us. You yeah. need to hear what we have to say. And so ironically, it was a bunch of white progressive liberals that wanted to shut down um, African Christian uh, Christian delegations, for, you know, from various churches in the uh, Methodist Church, the global Methodist Church, from having a voice. So, no, they don't want to. Progressives don't want to want to give voices to people around the world. They they want to silence them. So, Pritchett, are you going to vote for Kanye? Huh? You going to vote for Kanye? Am I going to vote for? Probably. Nobody not. asked you that, by the way. That's just me asking. Probably that. not. But I mean, he has a better grasp, I think, of Christianity than probably Trump and Biden. Was it you that put the thing up? I think it was you that put the thing up where Biden was saying something like, "We are all uh, all men are created equal because of the you know the thing." You know the thing. And then Donald Trump. What did Donald Trump? It's like I don't have to ask for forgiveness. Uh, you know. And then and Kanye. Jesus, Jesus is, is king. king. Yeah, I mean he's got the the best. He's at least got that going. Right. I mean. Okay, I I am a Christian and I do as I please. Which is not to say I can harm anyone. That's never okay. Okay. Well, I'm a Christian and I do as I please. But what I want, to, but Who's what I please, these rules first. But what I please to do is to deny myself, pick up my cross, and follow Jesus. Which means I don't actually do what I please unless what I please to do is what would please Jesus. Her, her, look at me. Moment here is I do whatever I want. Not necessarily I do what Jesus is recorded of having want me to do. So. Uh, you know, I, I think she's coming from a place where I do what I want that Christians normally object to, right? Because she's yeah. trying to contrast herself. Well, I mean, again, in what meaningful sense are you a Christian if you do whatever you want to do that does not involve denying yourself, carrying your cross, and following Jesus? Tatiana, I'm not American, but please don't vote for Kanye. What are you, Tatiana? Where, where are you from? 
I, you don't have to tell us. That might be, I mean, although someone knowing what nation you're from isn't going to cause too much of a problem for you, I don't think. Uh, but I just I just wonder. Um, but thank you for all your support of the channel, our official PR person. Um, Kanye is confused. These people are strongly urging you not to vote Kanye. I said I'm probably not going to vote for Kanye. I think they're uncomfortable with the probably there. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Let's, uh, so wait, did we answer? I am thing? a Christian and I don't have to make you comfortable. There's my, I do as I please. See why empowerment why, moment. That, why would you, you call know, she's in, Canadian. In why would yeah. you call yourself a, a disciple of Christ? If you don't do what Christ says to do. Right. I mean, to, to be a crit, this is the thing about all of this. This, this is really, if you miss everything else, don't miss this. The fact is to be a Christian, to, to be a Christian at base means you want to believe what Jesus believed right? and do what Jesus wants you to do. That's to be a Christian. What are you saying? I don't even know what a, such a person would be saying. They are like, say what they are. See, I mean, well, that's because this is, like saying, I am a Christian, but I'm not a Christian. You could just replace everything she said with, I am a Christian, but I'm not a Christian. I, my favorite restaurant this is a contradictory is, mess. My, my favorite restaurant is Pizza Hut. But I only ever eat salads at Ruby Tuesdays. Right. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right. This is, um, this is gibberish. Well, uh, there's been some comments, but I haven't been able to keep up with them. Okay. There's a couple more slides or tweets. Let's take a look. I am a Christian and I know Christianity has been used as a weapon of white supremacy for so long that any Christian who isn't actively dismantling white supremacy is harming people with their theology. Okay. That's a non sequitur because their theology yeah. may be completely devoid of white supremacy they may be white supremacists um but that i don't i don't know guns have been used there are some theological like the curse of ham type stuff but uh, i mean you could let's try, let's could try to technically say that's a theological view or yeah. something or but let's try but to do a parallel it, yeah. and i and i'm and I may get this wrong because i'm just this is off the top of my head here okay so guns have been killing people for so long um, that any gun owner who is not uh, working to stop that is actively harming someone else with their ideology. So now I, I don't necessarily, I mean, I actually, okay. So I think here's what we can agree with. Christians should be against white supremacy. Christians should be against uh, racism. Christians should use their um, influence, affluence, um, their positions of authority or, or, or influence to reduce those things and, and to try to get rid of those things. That yeah. should absolutely be well, certainly within the church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so maybe I, do we disagree with this? Uh, well, not, not, not in particular. I mean, I'm just saying why it seems like, uh, you the, Christianity has been used as a, as a weapon for a lot of things. Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it to her. Yeah. I'm going to give it to her. There's yeah. There's three. There's three things. I didn't think there would be that many. Yeah. When I reflected on no, this No, see, list. common ground. We, we agree with you on this. Um, Let's, oh, what, what did I do here? I don't, I don't. Christianity has certainly done a lot of things with bad theology to harm people. But it's, I, I don't know. There, you, Marxism has, is an ideology that, that, um, a lot of people have been hurt by too. So, John so B any any American who who you know 
is not actively trying to take down Marxism, which means you have to go after the Black Lives Matter. You're harming, you're harming people. Which is an ambiguous phrase. Like she didn't say anyone who's any Christian who's not working to dismantle white supremacy is a white supremacist. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you no, know, she, she says you're harming. You're people. harming. Yeah. People by 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 allowing it. Or by, by sitting by, by idly being, by by yeah by passing is that is yeah. it, you know it's like that and I I white I'm silence yeah cost black lives or something like that sort of a thing right um I and yeah totally on board but I I I could say that you know you could say that about Marxism you could say that about communism you know. yeah John Beavers was the first one so, in the so chat we, today and yeah. he says I don't think people who are not dismantling white supremacy are hurting people with their theology, hurting people in other ways, but not theology. Uh, well, again, now, that, now there could be something there. To that. Some people, there's really weird things that you can categorize as theology. Yeah, but that like, would be like to get curse a of ham theology. And, you know, I mean, you could say, well, I mean, I would think of that as more as a bad doctrine than theology proper. Yes. And I don't think, you know, I think that kinism the, maybe is, is a ridiculous one. Um, People using the Bible, you could say their theology, but really just their doctrine, bad doctrine would be, you know, to enforce slavery, uh, chattel slavery in the American South. Um, but that's, I don't, I, I think the word theology, that's what ca initially caused me confusion. But sometimes people use theology when they really mean doctrine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, th I think. So, um, I, like I said, I, can, I guess I can give the benefit of the doubt. No, you talked over me in the middle of my thought that I forgot. So you're. You have no... It's the only way I get a word in. Right. So here's the thing. I think that's giving her too much... Uh, this is me now being Pritchett-like. I think that's giving her too much credit to think that what she's saying is because they're... Like the, what she's saying is many of you have specific doctrinal positions that are used by white supremacists and therefore you who have those need to work to dismantle... I, I, I think that's convoluted. Um I think he may have a point here. Our theology, like classical, that what you said, two testaments, one, one Bible, two yeah, testaments, yeah, all that stuff, yeah. that whole thing, that theology isn't hurting anybody. No, so it's people are allowing other people to get hurt when, because of their theology, they should be standing yeah, up. Yeah, but for some it. people will use like soteriology, which is a subcategory of theology, as your theology of salvation. Or your theology of 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 slavery, or your the what they really mean is your doctrinal position on these things. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm going to give it because these words can be fluid. Uh, I wish they weren't. I wish people would just say if they mean a doctrine or an ideology, uh, they would say that instead of theology. Theology proper is a study of God. But, hmm. Um. All right, Are but I on? I think the church should be actively dis. dis you know, working to dismantle all kinds of things beyond right, here, that. Here's the last one. Are you ready for this, Pritchett? Yeah. What do we got? I think you're going to explode all over the internet. Here. No, I'm not. I am a Christian and I believe people know what's best for them. Sometimes that means running away from Christianity. I applaud them. Yeah, people don't. Giving everything that she had just said that is contrary to God's word. Including saying God's word is not God's word, mm -hmm. right? Given all of that, that's madness. Because no matter where you are at with Christianity, true or false, just observing people, they don't know what's best for them. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up, Pritchett, real quick. I forgot that Matthew Jackson, I was you were in the middle of a point. I forgot to What's up, fellas? It's it's MJ Jackson. Jackson. I just spoke with him last night. I speak with him almost daily. He's Ooh, I guess super you awesome. win. I do I guess win. You win the better, I do win the better professor contest. Naturally. <laughs> he gives so much to this channel. Thank I, you, I told Jackson. him to stop too. Um, um but <laughs> I've wanted to use this phrase for so long, and I'm glad someone else thought of it because I thought it would be slightly uncouth of me to use it because of what it's playing off of but zom says as i wait for the pritch slap there you go yes <laughs> i didn't say it zom said it yeah uh all right uh, so if he typed out a naughty word on there would you say the naughty word and say i didn't say it no then okay don't don't throw logic in my face about <laughs> something this monday no but seriously this this people don't know what's best for them okay but you know who does know what's best for humans? God. The creator of humans, right? And so that book that you don't like very much, you know, that's she not didn't God's say word. She didn't like it. Okay, fair enough. That book that you said is not God's word. Um, Got your back, Joe. Yeah. There's things in that book that tell us how to be more like Jesus, right? And how to how to live in a way that is a faithful witness to others. And part of those rules, I use the word rules. Christianity is not about a bunch of do's and don'ts. Yeah, it is. Salvation is not about a bunch of do's and don'ts, but Christianity is all about do's and don'ts. And the do's are there for your benefit. The don'ts are there for your benefit because guess what? If you are a Christian, then you believe in God. And you believe God is your creator. And since he made you, it's not a big giant leap to say God probably knows what's best for humans better than humans do. It used to be in our intro. We used to have where you, you were on stage in Sarasota, Florida, saying more men and women need to understand that God knows what's that you don't know what's best for you or God knows what's be whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, so people... People don't know what's best for them. Praise Jesus put the bald Braxton emoji. Yeah. If, Thank you for being a channel member. Wow, that's Jesus. awesome. Where's yeah. the where's the Pritchett? In? I need to upload the Pritchett one now. They only let me upload a couple at first. Oh. And yours doesn't really look exactly the, they like They uploaded a couple at first, and that's plural. <laughs> and and mine did not make that cut, but yours did. That, and the channel is called it's Braxton funny, Hunter. Not Trinity Radio, it's Braxton Hunter. Yeah, but but uh, Trinity Radio Extra will be YouTube.com yeah, slash Jonathan Pritchett. I don't believe people know what's best for them. Uh, I don't believe that Christians always know what's best for them. I don't believe that any non-Christian knows what's best for them, because if they knew what was best for them, they'd repent and believe the gospel. But here's another thing, Pritchett. There is a difference. I, I think that she's conflating two things. She's conflating Christianity with Christendom, or how Christians act. And there is a difference between Christianity which no one should run away from, and no Christian should ever tell anyone to run away from Christianity if they believe Christianity. Yeah, if, if they don't it, believe Christianity, you're not a Christian. If you I would expect you to tell people to run from Christianity. Right. But if you're a Christian, you should never, ever, 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 ever tell anyone to run from Christianity because you understand what's at stake. And I said this just twice already, this week and last yeah. week, and I've already been talked about by atheists on the internet for being like a fear monger, talking about hell and all this. Sorry, Preach, we're brother. Christians. You should expect us to say Christian things. And I don't care if every apologist on YouTube 
decides they're not going to talk about the doctrine of hell, the reality is there is something at stake. That is that the most important issue about Christianity? I, I know, but it's a darn important thing. And you would be a, upset with me if I didn't tell my kids not to smoke cigarettes because there is something at stake. Well, there's something far worse at stake if you run away from Christianity. So no Christian should ever, ever, ever tell anyone to run from Christianity. If right. you're a Christian, those things should never spill out of your fingers onto Twitter. Now, on the other hand, if you mean they should run away from abusive Christian sects, Christian sects, then yes, absolutely. Or, but well, listen, well, specificity, or abusive, yeah. it, specificity is the soul of narrative. So yeah. please spell that out or else you might accidentally say something that is the literally the most dangerous thing you could ever yeah, say. Yeah, if there's a local church that's not even a cult-like church, but it's a local church that's got abuse in it, yeah, they should flee that local church. Yeah. That's a totally different thing than fleeing from truth. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? If you believe that Christian is, Christianity is true and given the truth of Christianity that there are real consequences that are eternal— you don't tell people to run from Christianity. Yeah. So at 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 so even your best case scenario, you know, maybe she's confusing Christianity with Christendom. You know, you still don't run from all Christendom. You run from bad Christendom. You know, the bad pockets of it. But you don't have to leave. You don't even have to leave Christendom, but certainly not leave Christianity because Christianity is true, and you don't want people to believe things that are false and run towards false things. I'm still not getting this, and I want to be kind and understand you correctly, Ken, but he says, is hell violent? And is speaking about hell violent? Yes to both. Violence is necessary when it is just. Okay, I think what you might be saying is, yeah, um, it's okay to have violence and to talk about it if it's just and deserved, like we might talk about. Like, I don't, I'm not really in favor of the death penalty. That'll blow some people's minds. But, um, but some people might say it's not, or it's okay to, if you're if you're if you're in favor of the death penalty, you might say there's nothing wrong with talking about the death penalty and having the death penalty because even though it's violent, it's just. If that's your point, I get it, but I still think that's not what she meant. Just a nuance here. Just yeah, but just me talking to him. Okay. Just a nuance here. I still don't think speaking about the electric chair is violent. No, it's violent content, but the, it is not an act of violence to speak about violence. Right. And what she meant is that it is an act of violence. Yeah, that's the difference. So I wonder if Eric Murphy, who's on here, and I bet I saw him get asked this somewhere else. And I didn't get to see the answer. Is, is this the Eric Murphy from the Talk Heathen show? I wonder. Um, I, I don't it's probably not. But I just wondered if that's you, Eric Murphy. Um, so didn't she wasn't there something else that you read? Don't we have one more after this series of tweets? She does go on to talk a little bit more about different things but this was her statement of oh her story. her her yeah so we're yeah. done with that um yeah salem k i did talk about the lycona robinson discussion earlier in this episode so when you get a chance you might go back and, and hear that what i thought i about just that. don't know in what meaningful sense she can claim to be christian after that list taken as a whole eric is not that eric okay thank you eric murphy so, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know why it, this is where I sympathize with atheists. Like you said earlier, if if I believed what she believed, why would I still be calling myself a Christian? Right. Why why would I still like even if you're still like trusting Christ or something? Like on what first of all, if you don't believe the Bible is the word of God, on what basis? I mean, I doubt that she's like this hardcore 
Christian evidentialist when it comes to the resurrection case and thinks that we have such good evidence for the resurrection that we should yeah. believe it. And she's, so on what basis are you, are, are you a Christian? What, like, why are you saying you're yeah, a Christian? Uh, what, what, I mean, you can't, our, our best source for what Jesus is like and what Jesus thought was the Gospels, which is the Bible. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't take it as the Word of God, do you still take Jesus for your best source of information about Jesus, or are you inventing a Jesus that you prefer? Because even if you reject Christian or the Bible as the Word of God, that's still the source material for Jesus, and he doesn't agree with a lot of what you're saying here. Mm -hmm. uh, and neither do the people who came after Jesus. Mm -hmm. So in what meaningful sense, why call yourself a Christian? Words mean things, and there's no sense in which you can you can say that you are a Christian other than you just feel like slapping on the label. Well, if that if that has no meaningful content, then let's go back to the beginning. I can slap on the label that you're a homophobic racist. Well, um, again, not that he's saying you are. We know you're not. But if words don't mean things, then you can make words mean whatever you want. Right. So everything you said is your coming out declaration that you hate gay people and african-americans but be careful with that because i don't want her to say we're defaming her character no i'm not i'm saying if you can just make things mean whatever yeah, yeah. even if you're doing it by negation yeah. like this then i mean what's to stop people like me saying things like that and meaning it right right and not just towards her but in general when all people are trying to communicate with human language it's just there's no point in this Pritchett, here's here's one, and we're into the question time. If people just want to make statements or ask questions, we'll stick around for a bit. Um, Trinity Radio, do either of you have beginner intermediate books on what the denominations, Orthodox, Catholic, Protestant, also books on the strongest objections that they have against each other? Um, I, I, now, I don't know of a book to recommend on that. Yeah, there's a book of denominations. Well, yeah, there, there's a book of denominations. I think... Um, I have a, it, I have an older version of it, but there is a book out there that just lists denominations. As far as like the debates between denominations, um, I don't know that there's there's like de there's de there's debates on issues that are held within some denominations and not others. Uh, in like church there's government, like the Zondervan's Counterpoint series will have different books on different forms of church government. Some, uh, the congregation will be represented by Baptists and the, the Presbyterian model or by Presbyterians or the Episcopal model. So, I mean, there's, you can find stuff like that. Um, but I don't know of a, of a solid, and that's a good, that's a good project Topic. for someone. Someone to recommends one yeah. denominations by Roger Olson and Roger yeah. Olson is a reliable source there. Yeah. Um, also, uh, there's a book edited by our friend Adam Harwood from New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary um, on baptism of infants. I don't know what the name of the book is, but it's um, it's about infant. It's about baptism. I think it's about infant baptism, but it gives it's one of those like four views or five views books. Yeah. And and each of them, each of the like you got Eastern Orthodox, you've got like a Baptist, you've got like various views. Uh, debating over that, so you know that that um, that might be helpful too. Yeah, so. but you, you know, it's interesting to get into. I mean, you would need a whole book just for the different Baptists and why they all differ. Like, all I right. can't, I can't figure out why there's free will Baptists and general Baptists when they both have the same views. So there's one uh, handbook of denominations in the United States by Roger Olson. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Zom wants to know, does Trinity Seminary have a doctorate program? Sure does. Has several. Break it out, Pritchett. Break it go out. To, well, go to trinitysem.edu. And, and, and TrinitySem.edu. Yeah. We have three types of doctorates. Well, yeah, yeah PhD, four, four. four types P of doctorates. PhD, the, PhD, the DRS. The DMIN and the THD. The Doctorate of Ministry DMIN and the THD. Yeah. The THD was not a popular degree for a while, but it's come back. Yeah. Um, John P., uh, glad that you, thank you so much for the super chat. That is a substantial super chat. Thank you so much. She knows exactly what she is saying and doing. She clearly doesn't believe in the truth of Christ and is instead views Jesus as a feel good social club and nothing more. Love Trinity Radio. Keep it up. I agree. As one from one John P to another, <laughs> right on. Uh, which book would you recommend for biblical studies for a layman with a nine to five job? I want to study during my free time. Uh, biblical studies book. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's hard to just name one, but if you want to start with the new Testament, I would, for biblical studies, my, my number one go-to book is honor, patronage, kinship, and purity for new Testament studies for a lay person to help them understand the new Testament. It's by David De Silva. Go get that one. Um, ancient Near Eastern thought in the old Testament by John Walton would be the one for, uh, kind of an intro to, to biblical studies uh, for the Old Testament. So those are my two books. If you get that stuff, a lot more of, of what you're reading will make more sense the way it was in, in its original context. Yeah, also we recommended on a previous episode Steve Gregg, um, who's one of our professors here. Steve Gregg has a website called thenarrowpath.com or .org, I don't know. I think it's thenarrowpath.com. And he has a verse-by-verse -verse through the whole Bible. So if you're doing a 9-to-5 job, if you have time to throw some headphones in and listen to some audio, you can listen to him basically give you a commentary through the Bible. So yeah. that's that's really a uh, really great thing. Um, Jose Martinez asked, a, 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 I'm not sure how to answer this question. Would you guys agree that someone cannot claim to be a Christian and disagree with Jesus on sin? Okay, yes, yes. they can't be a Christian and disagree with Jesus on sin. They can not but live they might up. misunderstand what Jesus is saying about sin. Right, or the, and they fail to live up to his standards on sin. Like, we all do that. Yeah. But but it, to disagree with Jesus... You, you're unrepentant. Yeah, you well, can't be saved unless right. you repent. Uh, I find myself... We've talked about this on occasion, that don't freak out. But there are things that I would prefer to be the way the Bible would say it instead of the way it says it, right? There are things that I wish the Bible wasn't opposed to. But then again, who cares? God didn't ask me for my opinion. So I'm going to agree with God and understand that my sensitivities and my ideas about, man, I wish that wasn't wrong or that, you know, God doesn't care. He is the standard, and I have to agree and conform myself with his standard, whether I like it or not. He never asked my That's opinion. That's the whole point of having an authority of your right. life, is that you want you don't know what's best for you, and you might not always make the right decision. So when even so, by placing yourself willingly under the authority of someone, then rec and recognizing them as authority, when they suggest you do something or command you to do something that you don't think you should have to do. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's your authority. I mean, does you thou shalt him. not still really have to include that, that, that digital movies online? Or, yeah. Or the candy bar, even at the grocery store, that's a dollar. They were 50 cents when I was a kid. Now they're like a dollar 19 or whatever for a, for a three musketeers bar. Really? That has to be stealing too, God. I can't do that. Well, you know what? Tough Pritchett. 
pay for that candy bar. Don't eat it. That, if I'm, there was no God, would you steal it? Huh? If there was no God, would you steal it? I would feel less weird about it. <laughs> right? I busy mom. Do you know we got a busy mom that listens to our yeah. show? Yeah. Busy mom says thank you for All moms are busy. That, that's right. Unless they're lazy. Look at Pritchett winning points yeah. with the moms. For addressing the mic debate from last night, I was so uncomfortable during that, I almost turned it off. It felt like very covert unbelief to me. Um, I, I can't, I mean, I understand why you would feel that way, um, but obviously I can't, I, I, I don't know the heart of Laura Robinson, and um, it may be that the best way to understand her comments there, even though I strongly disagree, is that um, she believes uh, that Christianity is true she believes in the bodily resurrection. She said so, I think. But historically speaking, uh, she, when she when she says what we can know, what we can't know, that she's just speaking as a historian, that probably is the most charitable way to read that. And I think that's what she kind of expressed. So um, let's see. What is, uh, how far, how far, CBC student group, how far is Trinity from Newburgh Theological In terms Seminary? of quality, as far as the East is from the West. Dang, Pritchett. In terms of physical distance, about 25 minutes. Whoops. Um, uh, someone asked, I don't see it here now, but someone asked, what's the best book or what book would you recommend on the nature of hell? And I would recommend uh, All You Want to Know About Hell by Steve Gregg. That's in your bookstore, probably, the book if bookstores still exist. I would recommend Chris Date's books. He's got a, um, uh, there's the, the, well. But he gives you just one side of it, right? Well, I mean, there's a couple of books. Um, Chris, if you're still out there, put in the name of the book that's, that's the, the collection of essays, I think is a good place to go to. Okay, well, that would be good. So, so get that. Um, also, the Steve Gregg book breaks down the three conservative evangelical views on uh, hell. Uh, your mileage may vary as far as it's so sad to hear you surrender your own ducking opinion like that what a disempowering belief system. yeah because god is all-knowing he created me and he knows everything he knows what's right i don't and so i i, I am happy to sur surrender my opinion like that mm -hmm. exactly because if you understand what the concept of god is it is actually an, an empowering. The creator of a thing knows how that thing is going to be the best of that it can be. That just makes sense. Um, so I, it's not it's not disempowering. It's, it's empowering. It's recognizing in humility that I don't know what's best because I'm not omniscient. Yeah. And I didn't create human beings. God created human beings. He probably knows better than I do. It's that simple. Um, That's so not a complicated thing. Back on the hell issue again, uh, Preston's there's there's a there's a two views book that's more lay level between uh, Preston Sprinkle and somebody. But remember the name Preston Sprinkle because he's also one of the contributors to the four views book on Francis that, Chan, uh, Francis Chan and Preston Sprinkle erasing um, hell? erasing hell. Yeah. yeah, and then there's one, um, uh, yeah, th there's one that is. Um, a four views. There's a couple of four views or five views books on that, uh, but there's a newest, there's a newer one. But if you get the all you want to know about hell and the Chris Tate book, you'll be good to go. Um, what do you? What are your thoughts on the rebuilding of the third Jewish temple? Um, this is controversial, but um, here's my thought: There are two covenants. There's the old covenant and the new covenant. We're in the new covenant. The old covenant 
was um, there was temple sacrifices made. This, the temple was not a church building, although there's a lot of churches that call themselves whatever temple Baptist church. It was not a church building. It was a slaughterhouse for animal sacrifice and other sorts of sacrifices. And that covenant, it, that that's no longer the covenant we live in. And so I don't think that they should build, rebuild. Yeah, at, at, the, at the time of Jesus' death, the Shekinah glory presence of God vacated the temple, never to return. Um, I feel like we just upset some people. No, that's not that's that's not the that's not that's if they if they make a new temple somewhere in Jerusalem and either you know bulldoze the dome of the rock down or build it somewhere else, that has nothing. To, Yahweh's not interested in that. Slam RN, thank you for all that you do for us. And she says, yeah, but Preston changed his mind since that last. Yes, he book. did. So, yeah, good good thing to clarify there. Um, I, all right. Anything else that we need to get to before we, it! I'm having, you don't, you guys don't see this, but I'm having trouble using this remote, uh, keyboard. All right. Um, I think we've pretty well, <laughs> that's great. What's he responding to? No, no, no. It's, it's, he's responding to, to, to her comment. No, he's responding to Salem K, who said, check out Total Victory of Christ YouTube channel. Uh, nobody's upset. You guys are amazing. It's operator error. By the way, for all of you that No, heard, no, you missed uh, Stillman's uh, thing. That's That was hilarious. Yeah, the un unapologetic. That's great. Read it. I'm a Christian, but if you're not working to dismantle Jonathan Pritchett, then you're supporting him, and that is anti-Christian. <laughs> I love it. You're here. Um, if for all of those of you who saw my response video to, to Mike Winger, yeah, and uh, wow, I that is weird. I was just about to say this and talk Winger about slumming it to hang out with you, you man. You all I should mean, check out Braxton's about, recent yeah. debate reviews. Yeah, so I was going to say for all of you that saw that and heard my little impromptu discussion with my secretary about a business matter right in the middle of it, that has now been removed. So if you felt uncomfortable sharing it for that reason, <laughs> I've edited that out. So, but thank you so much. And thanks Mike for Mike, showing up. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here, but thank you all so much for being here today. And, um, I, this has been fun. I yeah. like these Friday afternoon lives. Joe, I didn't mean any offense to you, uh, but you're probably going to be offended anyway. It's the default position. But look, words matter. I would strongly encourage you to stop calling yourself a Christian if there's no... I don't. I strongly encourage her to repent and accept biblical Christianity and begin serving the Lord with the incredible okay. social media presence that she has. But failing that, stop calling yourself a Christian because it doesn't make any sense if you're not recognizably a Christian with the beliefs that you currently have. But like you said, you can repent and become a Christian and then say, I am a Christian and I believe everything in God's word. That would be exciting. All right. Well, uh, this has been fun. We'll stick around for just a minute to watch the comments. But, uh, you know, I love, I love, uh, thanks, Mike. Mike says he supports this channel. That's yeah, I, I, we, we support Mike's Mike Weir's channel. Mike, we do. And Mike's got the Tuesday night live stream. Well, guess what? This is the Friday afternoon live stream. And uh, we're going to do it uh, every chance we get. Yeah. You know, we've released five videos this week, Richard. This week. Wow. Four on this channel and one on Trinity Radio Two Extra. On there. Two on Go Trinity to Trinity Radio. Radio Extra right now and check out our live on stage Q&A that occurred this week. 
and uh, and subscribe to that channel, Trinity Radio Extra. We're really trying to build that into something that can be the theolo- the-, the theology, right, we were, practical ministry side. We were at Rhythm Church, and it was great to be back in a church. What we really love to do is do church ministry. We like to go to churches in your church whenever they start meeting again. If you'd like to have us, we're expense only, and then if you got a love offering or something like that, you know, we'll come. We're happy to come and, and do an apologetics weekend event or a week, uh, four-day week event, whatever you need. We're happy to. We like that better than we like it. that. We like it. And with that, we'll see you next time on Trinity Radio.